Hello, everybody. I nope. I, I got too excited there. Sorry, I got too excited. I jumped again. <laughs> Hello, everybody. No, I, I saw the moment where you forgot what you were going to say. And you're like, uh. <laughs> okay, let me try again. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Sorry I Was Reading. I'm Jess. And I'm Nat. And today we are talking about my favorite series ever of Darker Shade of Magic, specifically the first book. So, no spoilers for the next two, just book number one. Because I have not also read the rest of the series, and we'll be doing an episode on each of the books. So get ready. I've been waiting for this. I didn't ask because I know Natalie's not in her fantasy phase, but for some reason or another, <laughs> she picked it up one day. I can tell the story if you'd like okay, me to. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I had finished a book. I don't remember what book it was. And it was like 1 a.m. around that time, and I was just gravitating towards my bookshelf. I was looking at what book I wanted to read next. And first, I was I, the way my bookshelves are set up, it's more like contemporary on one side my favorite authors and fantasy on the other side I went to the more contemporary romance side because that's just the vibe I've been in for probably over a year now but I just I felt this beckoning this calling I just gravitated towards my fantasy shelf and then I just made eye contact with V.E. Schwab's Darker Shaded Magic and at this point I knew Jess would be asleep (laughs) because of our time difference and it's 1am because who is awake at 1am about our new book series I'm like yeah I'm a surprise Jess I don't I didn't know at that time if it was gonna be a good surprise or like oh why is she reading it surprise <laughs> I just have flashbacks from Throne of Glass where it's like don't read the series okay well that was just because I hadn't finished it and I got weirdly competitive yeah so I was like <sighs> we'll see how she feels in the morning but I started it and then you want to tell your reaction I cried on the subway <laughs> it was great. I didn't because I, I for some reason I didn't open my text messages until I was sitting down on the subway, and I started tearing up. And my mom was like, "Why are you crying?" It's like, "Don't worry about it." So yeah, I always a good surprise. I finished the series, so a good surprise. A good surprise. Yes. Just to, before we go into the spoilers and kind of like our thoughts, do you want to give a quick recap of what this book is about? Yeah. So TLDR. If you just don't care, which you should, don't listen to this if you haven't read the series, because everyone should read the series. But it's basically centers on four people. We have Kel, we have Rye, we have Lila, and we have Holland. Whoop, whoop. Your favorite, your fave Holland. Did you know I was going to like Holland? Of course I did, Natalie. Yeah. He's a morally gray, black-haired, green-eyed man. Yeah. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> so for context, Natalie loves Holland. I also love Holland, but I also love Kel. So she has Holland, I have Kel. It's a great time. It works out for us. That's how the friendship works. It works out. Works. Rip Holland. Um, yep. Anyway. What? <laughs> anyway. Uh, so basically, uh, there's the whole premise of this book is that they're, it's like the multiverse kind of, but not. It's like there's four parallel Londons. They're all based on a color, based on how Kel has colored them because of... Uh, Kel's the only one who can travel between all four Londons. There's Red London... Black London, White London, and Grey London. Natalie, your hand is up. And Holland, not travel through them? Well, and Holland, sorry. Kel and Holland. They're on Tari. Something. <laughs> They're on Tari, so that's why they can travel to the different Londons. And how it's, like, stated in the book is there's, like, the source of magic is, like, the sun. And all the Londons are kind of, like, planets around the sun. But Black London, it goes Black London, 
white London, gray London. No, black London, white London, red London, gray London. I've said London too many times. It's not a word in (laughs) my mind anymore. Um, So basically, black London was consumed by the magic. It is dead now. White London is slowly getting there. That's where Holland's from. Red London is in the perfect spot where it's like Earth. It's a habitable place for magic. That's where Kel and Rye are from. Rye is Kel's adopted. No. Yeah. Rye is the prince of this London. Kel is his adopted brother. He was adopted when he was five, but he doesn't remember anything before he was five. It's a little secret there. And then there's Grey London is farthest away from all the magic. So it's just basically like modern day London, like our London in today's Earth. What's our Earth? Earth 616? Yeah. That's our Earth. So that's where Lila's from. She's a little pirate bandit thief. She's a fun little girl. We love her. Um, basically, the whole story centers around them, and there's an evil that is brought into Red London, and Kel and Lila and Rye must fix it. Holland is after the same evil, but for a different purpose, which we find out later. And it's basically them just traveling throughout all these Londons, besides Black London, because that one's dead. Um, traveling through all these throughout all these Londons to save the world. It's a fun time. Twists and turns, betrayals and enemies. Um, sacrifices are made. (laughs) (laughs) I am not ready for that because I was, I literally was texting you last night and I was like, okay, spoilers, I guess start now. Yeah, spoilers have been going on. Be be warned. But Um, these are like actual, yeah, now it's like we're actually getting into the plot. Dude, when I thought Holland actually died, I was like, WTF, no. I was starting to get emotional. Like my guy has only been on like, what, 20 pages? Why do you look so concerned? Because I'm not allowed to say anything. You can say it in the premise of the first book. Okay, then you will cry in this series. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> um, okay, so my first impressions. I guess I can give my first impressions. Mm-hmm. I really like Kel. The ha- first half of the book, I was getting really annoyed with Rye. I shan't lie. Really? Yeah. Why? Because th- just some of his interactions with Cal at the start, not the end. I was loving Rye at the end. I think I texted you. I was like, I love his banter with Lila and I love how Cal is like kind of annoyed. I'm like, this is gonna be a great dynamic. I cannot wait. And I love Rye as a character, but when he was getting so like aggravated with Cal about how he brings the trinkets over, I'm like, okay, bud. And then it's it's hard because Cal can't give like tell Rye how he truly feels about being a part of the family quote unquote because even though Rye sees him as a brother I think Cal only sees Rye as the brother but from his like the parent king and queen's perspective he's like I'm just an item like he knows Rye doesn't see him as an item but in his head like I don't know I just love his relationship with Rye but the beginning I was like Rye you're being annoying (laughs) yeah I think it's interesting too because he gives that whole speech on like Cal taking the trinkets and what it can do but then Rye took the trinket and that kind of caused so much chaos and almost killed him rip rye almost and then the fact that they're bound to each other now wtf part two it's a kale irene situation literally i the second he was like i'm buying my life i'm like no way yes way no way (laughs) yeah um, I love how each of the characters were introduced, and honestly, I get really confused with magic in books. Usually, we saw that last week with our um, what do we Kingdom, Kingdom of the of Wicked? The curse. Yeah, yeah, cursed, and I was just like lost in this book. V. E. Schwab explained it so well; I grasped on it so quickly. We love a queen, and I think it's also because like Kel had to explain it to Lila 
so we we the readers were Lila where it's like we don't know the magic so and Kel's like spending like the world's like paper or whatever it's like yes yeah. it's so good and I love their interaction like their first interaction where Lila has him tied to the bed because he caught her stealing and then he tracked her down and then the first interaction where it's like um Lila goes to Kel who are you really and Kel goes tied to your bed <laughs> I love that I was like Jess would have been dying over this I was, oh I, was it's I was thinking. In- ingrained in my memory I think you sent me the fan art like immediately when I got I to did. that scene I did because I have it saved because it's amazing and I love it I was really impressed with how little it took me to actually get hooked it did not usually with new series, especially in fantasy, it takes 100 to 150 pages, in my opinion, on average to get into it. This book hooked me. I was I was hooked. Were you hooked? Obviously. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. I love this book yeah. so much. I love this series. I don't know, actually. Like I've tried to rank them in my head, and I just don't know. I just don't know. I look at the Goodreads rankings just to see what the reviews are. Yeah, they get better. Yeah. With each book. As they should. As they should. As they should. Um and you haven't even met like some of the best characters. Just you wait. I'm ex- I I refuse to start the second one until I spoke with you about this one on the podcast because I kinda wanna be like the listener where it's like, I don't know what goes on the next one. But um I also like the different POVs and how e you know, like not easy but simple to understand who's speaking, what they're issues are like this and that V.E. Schwab is just such an excellent author <laughs> she she really is and I just like I also am a big fan of the POVs because normally they have to put the like name of the person speaking just on the chapter title so that I can understand but V.E. right no. out, right away right away right away and oh uh, just I don't know and um as the plot started getting further and further I was like oh no and the so the the biggest, I guess, what plot for this one was the Black Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just, what a mess. <laughs> what a mess indeed. What a mess. First of all, I think Holland deserves better. Mm-hmm. I hate the Danes in the book. Okay. I, okay. Are they dead dead? Do you want me to tell you? No. Okay. I'll give you my opinion. I don't think they're dead. I think somehow okay. one of them's going to reincarnate. Okay. I, I do like... Ask- you Sorry, go, you think you go Astrid's gonna come back? No, I think she's gone because oh, because uh, I think but based on your face now, I don't know why. Well, but is- but <laughs> babe, the reason I think that is because Cal like disintegrated her. <laughs> he really said nope. But with the snake and uh, is it Athos, Athos and Astrid? A- yeah, Athos. I I'm not sure Athos is dead, but my prediction. That if I'm going to cry in this series, I think somehow Holland will get the White London. Like, he'll be the ruler of White London. Something will happen with magic. But I think he'll sacrifice himself for the better of it. And that's how he'll fully be free. That's my prediction. If that happens, I will be projectile <laughs> vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, I, like, get really emotional with fantasy book series to the point where, like, I struggle to breathe when I cry. It's really bad. Jess has to be on FaceTime with me at some point. I don't know why I react like this. It just happens. I get way too invested in these worlds. You know what? Here we are. I have hope that he will live. <laughs> I'm nervous. He seems like the self-sacrificial type. 
I think I texted you when I first met him like a couple of chapters later. I'm like, something's going to happen with him. No, literally the first text I got was, I love Holland. If anything happens to him, I'm going to end it all. I go, <laughs> oh my God. She's, it's just that, you know what his problem is? He's not morally gray in the sense that a normal morally gray character is, at least right now. He's under that spell. Like he's under that bond. Like what choices he have? And then that one chapter where Cal, like not kills him but when holland is kind of kind of almost dead holland's impaled i think hold on i sent the quote to you i was um and in the sliver of time after the metal pierced his body and before he fell it wasn't anger or pain that crossed his face it was relief are you kidding me (laughs) no like are you joking (laughs) like it's just sad um i have no idea where i was going with this okay i'll take over yeah you just love holland so much um i just saying i love the final fight scene when uh when so first you get like lila and ashrid and then you get kel and athos and for i like i I imagine it as like the white alice in wonderland scene when it's like the white queen and like all her her things are white that's how i imagined it and i liked when ashrid took lila's face and pretended to be Lila to Kel, but then Kel knew, and then Kel stabbed her, and Lila was like, um, how'd you know that was not me? And then Kel goes, because she said, please. Ah! I, I love their, that. I love their dynamics so much. I it's also love so how they good. kept, like, randomly having these really cute chaste kisses throughout the book. I'm just like, what is this? Like, it's so cute! Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I love you know, I love the trope where it's like, kiss for luck. <laughs> if I had a nickel, I'd have two, and I'm very happy that I have two nickels. Are they from Darker Shade of Magic? One's Darker Shade of Magic, one's from Percy Jackson. <laughs> it's um, a good time. <laughs> your two favorites. I know, my two personality traits. Also, I love, one thing I also was really surprised about this series, this book so far, is like, even the side side characters who have probably only in one POV and that POV is when they were going to die. I still felt bad for them. I think the one that I'm thinking about is Baron. Baron and the guard. Yeah. Parrish. Mm-hmm. I was so mm-hmm. sad. And then when like Lila found out about Baron, I was like, oh, she never got to like fully pay him back. Yeah. I'll tell you now that is a motivating factor through the rest of the series. Baron. Baron for Lila. Cause that was her only family. But then Holland killed Baron. So no, he can't be seen as the villain. He can't. That's so. He he was under the bond thing. Oh my god! I don't know what to tell you. I'm not gonna have fun, Jess, am I? No. (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, but maybe not as much as I did. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Uh, It's okay. I also really liked the invisibility cloak thing. That was really cool. But I liked how they weren't just invisible. They they could move through objects. That was sick. I love the magic in this series beyond words. It was so... So right now, when every time Cal uses the stone, does his arm just keep getting like that magic black? Or is it just the veins? It's, it's like it infects his veins, but it's also like his arm's not turning black. It's just, it kind of looks like blood poisoning from what i remember okay. where it's just like black veins I've had that. Yeah, jesus not <laughs> okay 
It's kind of like, remember in King of Scars, Nikolai, when yeah. he had, it's like, or not King of Scars. I know what you're talking about. Rule of Wolves. Ruin yeah. and Rising. Yeah. Oh, okay. Rule of Wolves. Um, when he has like those like dark hands because the veins are black, kind of like that. But it's just every time you use the stone, it takes away a piece of your magic, which is tied to your soul, kind of. Kind of. I don't know. I, it's. She explains it in such a way where I'm like, yeah, I understand. And then I try to explain it and I'm like, ah. <laughs> I didn't read it. <laughs> I've never read a book before. I don't know. My favorite quote was um, one adventure at a time. I looked up your Lila's. quotes to make sure that yes. you did. I'll let you look them up. I, I forgot about my quotes. I remember one of them, though, was Lila. Uh, it was Lila's quote. And it goes, I'd rather die on an adventure than live standing still. And I go, <laughs> she knows what's up. Ah, oh, I love that quote. I think that might be my only quote from this book. No, you had two in there. Oh, I did? What was yeah. the other one? Now I gotta I find it. I looked it. I looked it up. So, listeners, for context, if you haven't listened to like previous episodes where we talked about this, Jess and I have a shared book quotes list in which every time that we're just severely affected by a quote, we add it into this joint document, essentially. We have so many. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that one was the... First one was, I'd rather die in adventure than live standing still. And the second one was the very first line from the book, Cal wore a very peculiar coat. And I just love it. Like, what a way to start a book. You know the part I gasped at? What? How no one else could find or use Kel's coat to find the other coats. And you know who did? You know who did? Lila. Lila. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sis has some magic in her. I love Kel's coat. King. King. Coats don't have a gender, but king. Oh, and then it got a little dark when Holland burned that in. And then he was like, everyone was screaming. I was like, Holland, you're making <laughs> oh, it really no. hard to defend you. And I'm like, I'm here. I will defend you because I think you're under the spell thing. But I can't defend these actions. Okay. Yeah, I was like, let's not let's not go too far in defending him. I can't Colin. defend him. Yeah. I just feel bad for him because yeah. I feel like he doesn't have a choice. Yeah. Does he true. have a choice? I mean, he has a choice. But it's not of an equal choice, you know, where it's like he could not do it, but by not doing it, it would kill him. So it's it's not a, it's not a it's it's a choice, but it's not it's a lose a choice, you know. Yeah, it's a lose lose situation. That's here. why I'm like I can't defend the actions, but I can defend him. Where I'm like he he doesn't have a choice. Yeah, but the choice yeah. isn't good. I feel so bad for him. That's all it is. Um, oh my god. And then okay, the last honestly, the last hundred and fifty pages, I was like. I was frazzled. I, I texted you. I was like, I'm going to stop at like part 12. I'm going to read the last 80 pages tomorrow. And then I got there and I said, no, <laughs> I'm finishing it today. Them blaming Kel for Rye, like stabbing Rye or trying to kill Rye. I was like, <gasps> I imagine it as the Harry Potter signs. The Harry like, Potter signs? Well, you know, like the Harry Potter, like when they were looking for Sirius and it was like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. kind of how I pictured it in my mind. Is that yeah, yeah. I, it was yeah. They were. I'm gonna be real. Kel does not have a good time this series. Like, do any of them? No. Well, like sometimes, not all the time. <laughs> but it's 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 just that I just need you to finish the next book, and and the book after that. Just the next. Just you're gonna be series. so angry. I need you to finish the series because I. I'm gonna tell you when I finished the second book, I threw it across the room because I was so angry at what had happened 
And then the book ended. And I was like, thank God I don't have to wait for the next one. And then I started the next one. And I was still angry. Am I also going to be angry? I think so. It's just, it's, there's such a complicated dynamic between the king, the queen, and Ryan Kel. Because, you know, like. I can already feel it. Yeah. And I will tell you later in the series, you get both of their POVs, like the king and the queen. So it's like, whoa. I think they only see Cal as an object because the way they reacted when Cal said he was bound to Rye, I was like, something is sus up here. And the dynamic with how, because it's obvious, like if Cal had truly felt like family, he would not have said, I am an object of these people. The only person he cares about in that family, in my opinion, is Rye. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying you get their POV. So that might shift some things. So maybe I'm thinking wrong. I I didn't say that. I'm just saying everyone gets a POV here. Everyone gets a chance to speak their piece, whether you like it or not. Whether they like it or not. I'm just looking through the rest of my messages to see if I miss anything. Ugh. And then when um when they were what was the one quote at the end? I got really emotional when he Cal was talking to Lila and he was like, if it doesn't work, and she was like, I'll find my way. I'm just like <laughs> Yeah. And then it she walks away and Lila didn't look she back. She didn't look back. <laughs> she had somewhere to be. She had things to do. Hey Jess. Yeah. Is this series the found family trope where they all walk away? I'm not gonna answer that. <laughs> that's, that's a concerning answer for me. Well, either way I answer it, it's not going to make you happy, Natalie. That's not a good answer. <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, no. Now you got to read it. Did you get mm-hmm. emotional at the end? Yes. That's troubling. I don't think I cried, I will say. Like, I cried like a tear, but I didn't like sob. I think just because like once you get to the last half of the last book, you're just speeding through that to see like what possibly can go I was wrong. concerned about you when you were finishing it. Yeah, because it was like 20 chapters of just everything going wrong. And Vishwab didn't let me catch my breath. And then you think everything's okay, and then it's not. And then the book ends, and you're like, "Mm, okay. Will the next series provide closure? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm not obviously not going to tell you how this series ends. But the next series, what more can they take? What more? (laughs) What more? What more? Um, I will say I was kind of surprised that there was no cliff cliffhanger yeah i told you this book is the standalone of the series like it's obviously not a standalone because there's a lot of things left unanswered but as the next two books come along you'll realize that those two are meant to be read together and the first one's just a setup for those two kind of you know you know yeah can i give my predictions go ahead is there anything else with like within that you want to talk about um I think just the way that she writes, I'm never bored. Like, even when it's like an internal monologue and nothing's happening, just the way that she encapsulates what the care, like who the characters are in such like eloquent paragraphs, I'm just like, wow, I want this woman to write my life story because she just, the, but it's also in a good way that you don't have to, you're not confused when reading yeah like it's not it's not like a condescending like mm-hmm. hoity-toity uppity type of writing it's very much like like it, it, it's just it, she just does it in a way where you want to learn more but like right off the bat you know what these characters are like like from the first paragraph of this book 
Like, you know who Kel is. You know who Lila is. You know who Rai is. But it's just, uh, ah. Did we get Holland's POV in this book? No, right? No, I thought we did. When um he was with the Danes. Okay, okay. But we didn't get a lot. Okay. No, it was like one or one. Or, I think just one, really. Okay. okay. That's when he got his inner, the king was like, or Athos uh, was Athos mm-hmm. was like I will. It was about him being under the spell yeah. That, thing. That's when they explained like his whole whole and they brought in that binding. kid. Yeah, they brought in the kid to bind him. That was such a sad scene too. At the end with Lila, she was when he was like, "You got to go through me," and I think he was insinuating like he wants to die, and she's like, "How do you want to die?" And he said quickly, "I'm just like, mm. that was sad." Mm. I was because you got his POV too. Yeah, Holland's a sad character. No, no, no. You got that kid's POV. Oh, yeah. When he, because he was guarding the door and he was like, I can't let you through, but he didn't mean it. Yeah. And then yeah. you, but like even in the beginning, like when he was captured by like Astronathos, you got his POV. It was just, I. See, that's the thing. Throughout the whole series, she has just random POVs of characters you wouldn't even think of, but it just adds to the story because it's like, oh, oh, it's so it's- sad. It villainizes the villains more, and it it makes the heroes more of heroes. Yeah, but not in a way where it's like they're not they're perfect. It's yeah. like from from an outsider's perspective, like this is what's happening. It's so good, and I don't I don't think we get Tiernan's perspective in this one, but I love Tiernan too. He has some great perspective. Tier- Wait, Tieran, the priest, the high priest. Oh yes, at the end. Yeah. No, he just got his like. What did you do? <laughs> yeah, we get him in the later books. He's he's great. I love him. He's literally he's like the type. He's the character who's just like so tired because he's surrounded by these like meddling kids, and he's like, can we just for one second? Can I have a can break? We calm down. Yeah, he's like, can we not? <laughs> I also I really him. appreciated how it was all separated in parts. It made it so easy to stop if I needed to stop. And I love the names of all the parts. They're so good. There's one, I think, that in the next book, or it might have been this book, in one of the books, one of them is just called, like, Chaos. And I'm like, oh. Same. <laughs> I'm like, what? So this cover, is Kel traveling from black to red? I don't know. It could be black, but I'm guessing since black it's gray. is, it's gray. Yeah. Because gray and, and red are right next to each other. It goes gray, red, white, black. Oh, my God. Emily Henry just sent an email. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. No, it's her grocery list. Oh, my God. It's her grocery Uh, list. It's her new book. It's her new book. It's called Happy Place, April 25th, 2023. A couple who broke up months ago made a a pact to pretend to still be together for their annual vacation with their best friends. That was not a great time to send this, Emily. (laughs) She says on the verge of tears. Speaking of Emily Henry... No. <laughs> okay, never mind. What about it? That's what I'm reading. Book lovers. Are you? We're yeah. not there yet. Yeah, okay. That's why I didn't want to I jumped the gun there. I just Sorry. saw my, my email go off. Sorry. Sorry. So Emily, we're still we're filming our podcast right now. <laughs> Emily, not the time. Our book lovers podcast is gonna be next month. Yes. yes. So get ready for that. Shout out. Shout out. Um, um so what are your predictions? Okay. Obviously, Black London is, like, alive. Okay. That's my number one prediction. Okay. Number two, the evil in white London is not dead yet. I think one of the Danes is somehow alive, or 
I don't know. I think Holland's going to have trouble to get power there. Something's going on in White London. I think the doors will open. That's for sure. Lila's going to have magic. That's obvious. I think Tiernan picked it up, didn't he? He was like, you have magic in you. And I think that was like, yeah, he looked at her and he goes, what are you? And I'm like, oh, (laughs) I think (laughs) what does that mean? I think we'll find out. She doesn't know who her dad is, right? I think we'll find out. Maybe we'll find out her background with her family. But I think we'll for sure figure out Kel's side. And I think that something is fishy with the Antari. Like, I know the White London Danes killed all the Antaris there. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Mm-hmm. But I'm a little suspicious of that. Like, how are there only two left? So I think there's a weird power dynamic going on there. I think that Red London is too euphoric and something is fishy there. Like, I'm suspicious of Red London. Um, I'm excited for Lila to finally get her pirate ship. So <laughs> um, I, I don't think I missed. I think I think Holland will in the end be good. I think I have some rocky waters with him. I will not be able to defend his actions, but okay. <laughs> you know, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Cal and Lila will be a couple. I think okay. Rye, I think Rye will I don't know what role Rye will play. Because right now he seems like a bit of a liability. <laughs> if I'm frank. All right. All right. Am I wrong? No. I think I mean, like I think it'll be it'll be interesting how their life bond will play because they feel each other's pain. So I think maybe one of them will get like tortured or whatever. I don't know. It'll 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 be interesting to see who the new villains will be. If the Danes are actually dead and that prediction is just like stupid. Um, I am nervous. <laughs> I am not excited. <laughs> I am excited. I don't know why I said that. What's the next book? Gathering of Shadows. Mm-hmm. That has to be black magic because like the shadows are created when they use the stone. So it must be something fishy. I don't know. Never read the book. <sighs> I know. Based on, on a scale of one to ten, how impressed are you with my uh, predictions? I would say a good seven. That's pretty good. That's good for me. Yeah. Usually pretty bad. Yeah. This is like, I'm not saying if they're right or wrong. I'm just saying those are very in-depth theories. It'll be interesting. Because the next one's around 500 pages, and this one was around 400. So they just keep getting bigger. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, I look forward to the rest of the series. Thank you, V.E. Schwab, and thank you, Jessica. I look forward to it, too. Do you have a pleasant surprise? (laughs) Yeah, my concluding thoughts. A pleasant surprise I woke up to last week. Um... Yeah, I can't wait. I have so many things. Is your favorite character Lila in the series or Cal? Both. Why not both? Why can't it be both? I think I like Lila because I want to be Lila, but I like Cal because I like Cal. So both, but for different reasons. Um, Yeah, I can't wait for you to go through the whirlwind that is the next two books. I wish you the best of luck. Keep me updated. Uh, I will check in when you get to certain parts. (laughs) Um... Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. So what are you reading? Well, as we established a couple minutes ago when you got a very surprising email, I am half, a little more than halfway through Book Lovers, Emily Henry, listening to it. I have thoughts, but I'll save them for the episode. Um, I just bought The Love Hypothesis. I don't oh. know why, but that book has been living in my brain rent-free, even though I've never read it. I just know, like, I read the fanfic that it's based on that she wrote years and years ago. And just ever since then, I'm, it's just, it, it tickles a little part of my little brain that it just, it feels right. Like, this is, this is a comfort book now. 
I'm only 60 wait like 60 pages in having a great time I think I just I love books set in academia I just do I just do tickles it tickles out of my brain I am I'm reading it it's right over there oh you're are we I am reading it I just bought it this weekend because I have been obsessed with it for some reason um I started Lady for a Duke by Alexis Hall pretty good I don't have any thoughts yet because I'm only 10 pages in, but so far I can tell it's going to be a very emotional book. And I think that's all I'm reading. I'm still getting through spoiler alert. I haven't picked it up in a while, but I'll get back to it. That's what I'm reading. What are you reading? So I finished Melanie Harlow's new book, Tease. It was really cute. It was adorable. I had a great time. I love the Cloverleaf Farm series, especially like the next gen. Um, And then I read Reason to Believe, which is like a book in the Legacy series, it had me in shambles at one point. I was emotional. It's by Rebecca Yaros, who is the same author of that one book that I was telling you about that makes everyone cry. I think this is where I leave you. Mm-hmm. Is, that the, is that the right book? I've not read that. I read one chapter. Okay. We'll get there one day. <laughs> oh, no. The Things We Leave Unfinished. There we go. The okay. Things We Leave Unfinished. I was like, I had no idea what you were talking about. The... Yeah, the letters one I was like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. And mm-hmm. then I was like, you know what? I haven't read Colleen Hoover in a while. It's time for Colleen Hoover. Listeners, <laughs> I was a little disappointed. So I read Too Late by Colleen Hoover. It was good up to a certain point, And then it totally lost me. I got so uninterested. And I was honestly just reading it to get it done because I had already suffered through it so much that like it's it's one of those books that are so stressful and I just didn't like how some things were represented that it just became really unenjoyable so yeah that was I was texting you I was like (laughs) I'm just so upset right now yeah it was I don't even know what to describe how it was it had potential too and then it just I think around the 50 percent point it just got lost and then the epilogue was like a good chunk there was an there was an epilogue and then at the end of the epilogue there's a prologue of how two of the characters met for the first time and then there's an epilogue to the epilogue what yeah that's how it was like the epilogue was set up there was like an epilogue a prologue a really long prologue at this point you don't care about one of the characters that's in there <laughs> and then an epilogue to the epilogue interesting i don't know i just personally didn't like it I gave it a three, which is like for me to give a book a three. That's, that's I felt bad, but it was what it was. And then I don't know if you've heard of this book, but I read it called A Darker Shade of Magic by V.E. Schwab. <laughs> Sounds fun. Maybe I should read Can it. Can I read you the first line of my Goodreads review? Go ahead. I was so stressed out. I finished half a tub of Trader Joe's garlic hummus. Done carrots in there. I didn't eat it with a spoon. Don't worry. <laughs> I was so stressed out. I heard stress eating. When I tell you it does not get better, I have to go buy more hummus. You better stockpile that hummus, girl. <laughs> Got to go get some more carrots, maybe add some celery yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. If I just need fruits and veggies, I'll cut it up. And whenever something gets stressful, I'll eat healthy food, you know? But I also have a, bag of, I have a bag of, like, Cheetos. Maybe I'll eat some Cheetos. Up to you. Depends how stressed you are. If I was extremely stressed out in the last hundred of this, this one, how am I going to do? Not good, if I'm but- honest. It... It's an uphill battle, and it does not go downhill ever. Take that as you will. I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uncertainty. That's what's fun about fantasy. It like it builds up so much. You get you become so attached to the characters in a different way. You see them grow 
decent like the character I'm, I'm assuming that v schwab's character development is going to be excellent as well so on a scale of one to ten <laughs> <laughs> i'm a 12 worried for you reading oh this series okay I, I just didn't think you would like this series but you did and now i'm worried oh anyway like a crescent city 2 type worried that depends how the next book goes oh no <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway i'm gonna leave it at that i guess on that note um if you aren't following us yet you should do so on tiktok and instagram at sorry i was reading if you don't have social media but would like to reach out to us anyway sorry i was reading 2000 at gmail.com if you have a book series that we haven't talked about that you would like us to read and review please let us know we would love to do that um thank you for everyone who's listening we've gotten what like almost 2000 downloads we're almost we're really close to 2000 oh who would have thunk who would have thunk not me not me me. (laughs) (laughs) yeah who would have thunk two girls who love reading books would end up here my favorite is like the reason that we started this podcast is because we were just talking on the phone for like three hours about books and one day we're like why don't we just like put microphones in front of our faces and we did we did and here we are here we are 52 episodes later i think so let's see i have it That's up. a lot yeah this is number 52 we've talked for 50 hours so far Jeez. more i'm sure I'm, i mean i know more we don't record all our conversations oh i meant like on the podcast because some of them are like over an hour 50 plus hours you just sit here and listen to us thank we you we appreciate it yeah we appreciate it let us know how we can make this experience better <laughs> yeah let us know if you're just having a good time yeah we love the feedback we do and with that happy reading happy reading happy reading